Hey everybody, so, uh, in this episode I will read the twelfth story in the book, Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales from the Brothers Grimm, and this one is titled Rapunzel. Alright, so, here that goes. There were once a man and a woman who had long in vain wished for a child. At length, the woman hoped that God was about to grant her desire. These people had a little window at the back of their house from which a splendid garden could be seen, which was full of the most beautiful flowers and herbs. It was, however, surrounded by a high wall, and no one dared to go into it because it belonged to an enchantress named Dame Gothel who had great power and was dreaded by all the world. One day the woman was standing by the window and looking down into the garden when, when she saw a bed, a, a bed which was planted with the most beautiful rampion, Rapunzel, and it looked so fresh and green that she longed for it and had the greatest desire to eat some. This desire increased every day and as she knew that she could not get any of it, she quite pinned away and looked pale and miserable. Then her husband was alarmed and asked, What ails you, dear wife? Ah, she replied, If I can get some of the rampion which is in the garden behind our house, I shall die. The man who loved her thought, Sooner than let your wife die, bring her some of the rampion yourself. Let it cost you what it will. So in the twilight of the evening, he clambered down over the wall into the garden of the enchantress, hastily clutched in a handful of rampion and took it to his wife. She at once made herself a salad of it and ate it with much delight. She, however, liked it so much, so very much, that the next day she longed for it three times as much as before. If he was to have any rest, her husband must once more descend into the garden. In the gloom of evening, therefore, he let himself down again, but when he had clambered down the wall, he was terribly afraid, for he saw the enchantress standing before him. How dare you! said she with an angry look, to descend into my garden and steal my rampion like a thief. You shall suffer for it. Ah, said, answered he, let mercy take the place of justice. I only made up my mind to do it out of necessity. My wife saw your rampion from the window and felt such a longing for it that she would have died if she had not got some to eat. Then the enchantress allowed her anger to be softened and said to him, If the case be as you say, I will allow you to take away with you as much rampion as you will, only I make one condition. You must give me the child which your wife will bring into the world. It shall be well treated, and I will care for it like a mother." The man in his terror consented to everything, and when the woman gave birth, the enchantress appeared at once, gave the child the name of Rapunzel, and took it away with her. 
Rapunzel grew into the most beautiful child beneath the sun. When she was twelve years old, the enchantress shut her into a tower, which lay in a forest, and had neither stairs nor door, but quite at the top was a little window. When the enchantress wanted to go in, she placed herself beneath it and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me. Rapunzel had magnificent long hair, fine as spun gold, and when she heard the voice of the enchantress, she unfastened her braided tresses, wound them round in one of the hooks of the window above, and then the hair fell twenty elves down, and the enchantress climbed up by it. After a year or two, it came to pass that the king's son rode through the forest and went by the tower. Then he heard a song which was so charming that he stood still and listened. This was Rapunzel who in her solitude passed her time in letting her sweet voice resound. The king's son wanted to climb up to her and look for the door of the tower, but none was to be found. He rode home, but the singing had so deeply touched his heart that every day he went out into the forest and listened to it. Once when he was thus standing behind a tree, he saw the, that an enchantress came there, and he heard how she cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Then Rapunzel let down the braids of her hair, and the enchantress climbed up to her. If that ladder is by which one mounts, I will at once try my fortune, said he. And the next day, when it began to grow dark, he went to the tower and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Immediately the hair fell down and the king's son climbed up. At first Rapunzel was terribly frightened when a man such as her eyes had never yet beheld came to her. But the king's son began to talk to her quite like a friend, and told her that his heart had been so stirred that it had let him have no rest, and he had been forced to see her. Then Rapunzel lost her fear, and when he asked if she would take him for her husband, and she saw that he was young and handsome, she thought, He will love me more than old Dame Gothel does. And she said yes, and laid her hand in his and she said, I will willingly go away with you, but I do not know how to get down. Bring with you a skein of silk every time that you come, and I will weave a ladder with it. And when that is ready, I will descend, and you will take me on your horse. They agreed that until the time he should come to her every evening for the old woman came by day. The enchantress remarked nothing of this until once Rapunzel said to her, Tell me, Dame Gothel, how it happens that you are such, so much heavier for me to draw up than the young king's son. He is with me in hardly a minute. Ah, you wicked child, cried the enchantress. What do I hear you say? I thought I had separated you from all the world, and yet you have deceived me. In her anger, she clutched Rapunzel's beautiful tresses, wrapped them twice round her left hand, seized a pair of scissors with the right, and snip-snap they were cut off. And the lovely braids lay on the ground, and she was so pitiless that she took poor Rapunzel into a desert where she had to live 
in great grief and misery. On the same day that she cast out Rapunzel, the enchantress fastened the braids of her hair, which she had kept onto the hook of the window. And in the evening, when the king's son came and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. She let the hair down. The king's son ascended, but he did not find his dearest Rapunzel above, but the enchantress, who gazed at him with wicked and venomous looks. Ha-ha! she cried mockingly. You would fetch your dearest, but the beautiful bird sits no longer singing in the nest. The cat has got it and will scratch out your eyes as well. Rapunzel is lost to you. You will never see her more. The king's son was beside himself with pain, and in his despair he leapt down from the tower. He escaped with his life, but the thorns into which he fell pierced his eyes. Then he wandered quite blind about the forest, ate nothing but roots and berries, and did nothing but lament and weep over the loss of his dearest wife. Thus he roamed about in misery for some years, and at length came to the desert where Rapunzel, with the twins to which she had given birth, a boy and a girl, lived in wretchedness. He heard a voice, and it seemed so familiar to him that he went towards it, and when he approached, Rapunzel knew him and embraced him and wept. Two of her tears wetted his eyes, and they grew clear again, and he could see with them as before. He led her into his kingdom, where he was joyfully received, and they lived for a long time afterwards happy and contented. So that was the story of Rapunzel. So, let's see. um, Some life lessons for that. Um, I I guess, well, kind of before getting into that, uh, there's a lot of uh, similarities, a lot of symbolism, I think, um, when you think back to the Bible, um, because if you think back to Adam and Eve and the temptation of the forbidden fruit, um, the, the Rambians, or, which is, is another name for Rapunzel, um, could be compared to the forbidden fruit because uh, the the couple in the beginning knew that they uh, weren't allowed to go into that that garden because it was the enchantress's garden um, and the and it was like a temptation it was a forbidden garden a forbidden plant uh, kind of like the forbidden fruit in the the Bible so there's a lot of similarities and. Uh, symbolism, I thought, uh, comparing it to that, um, and then I, I guess, as far as, like, life lessons go, um, I guess, uh, don't go, one could be don't go places that you know you're not supposed to, because there could be consequences, like how, um, the consequence for, uh, the, the guy and the couple to go, go and keep going to the garden was that they had to give up their, their child. And, um, so there could be consequences for going to places that you 
know you shouldn't go to. So don't go to places you know you shouldn't go to. Um, uh, and uh, I guess another one could be that the more you uh, do something, the more that you get of something, uh, the more likely you'll want more of it. To, you want to do do it more. Uh, things are tempting. So you can kind of take that in a sense too, um, that to never even start with like things like cigarettes, things that are addicting because you'll want more. So you could kind of think of it in that aspect as well. Um, another life lesson could be that, uh, let's see here. Um, to try, um, I guess if, if you try to hide things, try to keep things secrets, um, a lot of times those secrets will come out, um, those things that you're hiding will be found, um, so I guess to think again about the things that you try to keep secret, um, or to think twice about the things that you try to keep secret, that things that you try to hide, because, uh, there's a good chance that you'll be caught, um, with how, like, Rapunzel got caught with the king's son, um, and another one that you could kind of probably get out of it is that if things are meant to be, that it will happen, if, if love with a certain person is meant to happen, it'll happen, like, how even after Rapunzel was in the tower, put in the tower, she still found love with the king's son, and then even after the enchantress banished her to the desert, the king's son was still able to to find her, and they ended up living happily ever after in his kingdom. Uh, so I guess if another one could be that if if it's meant to be, it's it'll happen. Uh, so those are the life lessons that I got out of it, and uh, that's what I all the stuff that came to my mind from reading that story of. Rapunzel, and uh, so that's what I got for this week, and until next time when I read the 13th story in the book, which is titled The Three Little Men in the Wood.